Ghosts visit us, but what happens when they get a little too close for comfort? Keep listening to find out. The Farmer's Run, Devil's Hill, New South Wales. It is said that some horrific crimes occurred here many years ago. Those crimes may or may not be relevant to this story. I won't go into the details that were told to me about these crimes, but I can assure you that horrific does not even begin to describe what is said to have happened. Three friends were travelling through this area late one afternoon, two in the first car and one alone in the second car following behind them. There was nothing out of the ordinary this day, and they had driven this road many times before. That road is very difficult to drive. The land is hard to manoeuvre. The roads are steep, having both low dips and high crests. As they drove along this road, the first car went on ahead slightly and reached the bottom of one of the dips, but the second car which had been close behind was nowhere to be seen. Startled that their friend had suddenly disappeared, Vicky and her boyfriend in the first car pulled over to the side of the road. They wondered what could have happened. What the hell? They waited a few minutes for their friend to catch up. But as he was nowhere in sight, they decided to turn around and see what had happened. Just as they were about to, the second car came into view behind them and soon pulled up behind them with their friend James looking stiff and pale. They asked James what had happened and he told them. It left them stunned. He said that he was driving along as normal when suddenly a male who was see-through and dressed like a farmer wearing a hat and a checkered shirt ran out across the road in front of him. Worried he would hit the farmer, he slammed on the brakes and was certain he was going to impact with the farmer, but nothing happened. James could not recall how close he had come to hitting him, as the farmer seemed to not even notice James and just kept running, and then he disappeared into the bushes on the other side of the road. The Shadow Watches Burwood, New South Wales there are some old houses in this area that have been around for a long time. Many are kept in great condition and are still occupied by families. There are very few, if any, houses that are run down and abandoned as this area is quite affluent. One night a couple, Derek and Harriet, were visiting some of Harriet's relatives at their house. Derek was quite uneasy at the house but wasn't sure why. Throughout the course of the early evening, all the people talked and laughed and watched television. Derek was still uneasy though, and he felt like he wanted to leave. After a while, he kept seeing something. What he kept seeing was the brief reflection at random intervals of someone moving around in the glass windows behind the seated family. He kept seeing the reflection of what he saw as a blonde woman. This would mean that somebody would have had to have been in the kitchen that was directly behind them, but there was no one else in the house but them, and the kitchen was directly behind them and not in another room. Derek asked Harriet if they could leave, and Harriet said that they'd leave soon and that it was too early. Derek said, I keep seeing things, we need to go, but Harriet ignored him. Trying to ignore these happenings, Derek tried to focus on the TV, but a few minutes later, out of the corner of his eye and to his left, he saw a dark figure go past. That figure was like that of a person in a robe or a long dress, and it moved straight across the hallway, past the front door. He claimed that it moved as if it was floating without noticeable leg movements, and it was very quick. 
It even seemed to come out of an area where there was no door and headed to another area where there was no door across the hallway. Derek looked again and saw nothing this time. And then, feeling even more uneasy, looked over at Harriet pleadingly, who gave him a strange look. Trying to shrug off this incident, Derek continued listening to the conversation and, a few seconds later, turned his head again to the left side. This time, at very close range, and I mean very close, so close it was at the end of the two-seater couch he was on, stood a black human figure staring directly at him. The figure was reportedly the basic shape of a person, but without real definition or features. It was black, but little moving and flickering specks of light blue and white sparks could be seen appearing and disappearing inside that blackness. He also claimed that around the edge of the blackness, he saw what appeared to be a thin, dark blue and gold coloured aura. Seeing this at such close range, and so unexpectedly, Derek jumped startled, which no one noticed except for Harriet. She saw him jump and she saw the look on his face and asked annoyed, What's wrong with you? To which Derek simply replied, Can we go? We need to go. Surprised, but realising something was wrong, she said, Okay, we'll leave in five minutes. As they stayed on, then Derek started to notice at random intervals again the reflection of someone moving in the glass panels behind the seated family. This would mean that someone would have to be in the kitchen for the reflection to be seen there, but there was no one in the kitchen. The more it occurred, the more uneasy Derek grew. Wanting to leave, but being ignored now by his partner, Derek didn't want to seem rude, but he needed to leave. It was not too long, though, before he noticed that Harriet kept turning around randomly to look at the glass panels behind her, and then at the kitchen. Now Harriet was seeing the same thing, and she got scared, and realising that something very creepy was going on, the couple said their goodbyes and left the house. The Visit This house is the same one as in the previous story, but it was only later revealed to the family after the previous story had already happened. The person who told me the story of this event was also not sure about the house's history, but as mentioned before, it was an older building. The family that lived there at the time settled down for the night. They put the kids to bed, washed up, and then made sure everything was closed and locked as they prepared for the night's sleep. This particular evening, they had their auntie Glenda sleep over for the night, as she had done many times before. Glenda stayed in the spare room. That night, Rebecca, who was pregnant at the time, had a dream. That dream was that her own grandmother appeared to her. Her grandmother had passed away years before. The grandmother spoke directly to Rebecca in this dream. She talked about the family, and she also told her a few things about her unborn child. At the end of this dream, it was as if the whole family were roused from their sleep. Glenda the auntie got up from her bed and noticed that the front door was wide open despite being locked and bolted shut earlier in the night. Stranger in the Bed, Edensa Park, New South Wales. Mary lived alone and was normally busy with work and study. She pretty much had a normal life. She enjoyed spending time with her friends, she enjoyed the movies, and was focusing on her studies. One night, 
Mary was sleeping in her bed, and was sleeping on her side, facing one side of the room. She started to stir as she felt that there was a presence behind her. She froze perfectly still and felt herself go cold as she realised that something was going on, but she wasn't sure what. She lay there and could feel as if someone was breathing on the back of her neck. Her eyes opened wide. Then she felt someone tap her on the shoulder. Startled, she turned around to see what was going on, and there in her bed lay a male looking at her. He was motionless, and without saying anything, just stared at her. She was terrified, but she noticed that his face appeared to be all burnt. She even noticed that this man appeared to be under the sheets with her, as she could see the outline of a person under those sheets. She was so scared she started to cry and jumped out of the bed to reach for her phone to call her sister for help. Her sister didn't pick up that call. She looked back over at the bed looking for the man again, but he was gone and she never saw him again. You can't deny what's been seen by multiple eyes. Thanks for joining me and don't forget to listen in next time for more Chilling True Tales. If you'd like to subscribe, that would be fantastic and you won't miss another episode. If you'd like to submit your own Chilling True Tale so that your story might be featured in one of these episodes, contact me on seekersosparanormal at gmail.com. Email details are in the description. Thanks again for joining me. Until next time. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply.